everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Reaction Therapy Podcast. I am Tom Stevens, your resident psychotherapist. We are here today to do a deep dive into the mental health of XXX Tentacion. And Nick, here we are. Love how you say that. It never fails. When we're doing like prepping for this, watching different things about X, people say it differently. Like some people say Tentacion or Tentacion. I like how you say it though. Say I watched the, the documentary and I watched people say it. Yeah. And they said XXX Tentacion. I've seen other people in other forms. I even think like I that. saw X say that. I'm I've got to go back and look at it. But today we are taking X to a new level. We are. We are not going to do a documentary on his life. We're not going to sit here and have every detail of his life. We're not <laughs> going to talk about every single bit of his music because we're not experts on all of that. But we're going to talk about the mental health or not dysfunction of XXX Tentacion and what contributed to who he became. So I love the idea of talking about an artist and what happened in their life that we don't always hear about because we hear their music, right? Yeah. But we don't always hear about what happened in their life that created who they are. You know what I always say? The things that happened earlier in life create who we become now. And mm. if we want to be anybody different in the future, if X needed to be anybody different in the future, he would have had to have gotten help for that. He never did. Yeah. And I think he wanted it, but just never got it. So. Mm. I can't wait for this. It's going to be a great year. I'm excited. Before we get into this X thing, when we do this, I, I'm, I'm on it in 2023, guys. I'm on it. So intro int topic. Our intro topic, basically, it's not going to be anything crazy. We just, I just wanted to tell you all about uh, how the podcast will look for 2023. It's a little, a little different. I know we've already had one podcast episode, which was a banger. If you missed it, go check it out. Yes. We interviewed somebody very special. Incredible. And it was an awesome interview. So go check that out if Things you haven't getting already. getting better and better. Um, but this is our second of the year. And I, would, I just wanted to break down kind of what we're doing this year on mm -hmm. the podcast. We want to do a whole lot more interviews. Um, we already have a few lined up and we're hoping to get even more and more mm -hmm. um, as the year goes on. So interview is a big thing. Uh, second thing, we're breaking down artists just like X, like today is X. Um, we're looking to do a little peep in the future and have just other. Yeah, remember how we did last stuff? year? We did the mental health topic. Yeah. We did the um, an artist interview topic and we did kind of the history of reaction therapy. Well, now we've moved past yeah. all the history. We're in the present and we, we thought, let's take 2023 and let's take it an artist at a time, especially the ones who've had like documentaries or, or things put out mm -hmm. about them. Sure. We'll go watch them. Yeah. learn about them and then bring that in. And then we'll get to take the mental health piece yeah. of what I do every day and say, I think this is how this happened or this is what yeah. could have helped here. This is going to be nice. Yeah. So, um, artist interviews, um, and YouTube interviews, maybe we already <laughs> interviewed one. Um, and then talking like Tom just said about different artists and mm -hmm. if they have documentaries on them or just about their life. And then the third thing will be mental health topics because that's so important what we do here on the channel, we try to spread mental health awareness and what's better to better way to do that than talking about mental health topics. So that's going to be our three main focuses for 2023. Anything else? Yeah. And the frequency when we're going to yes, do it. I was going to mention that. Yeah. I was just making sure. Uh, and also the frequency, we're moving it back to every other week. So not every week anymore, just every other week. It'll spice it up, make it more special. <laughs> and um, so that's what we're going to be doing. And we're trying to spread it out to where we don't have back to back of the same kind yes. of thing. Like we don't want two topics in a row trying to spread that out a little bit more. And it's going to be difficult. Sometimes we get yeah. a lot of things backed up and recorded and done and we just have to wait to 
have them come out. But yep. we have great artists lined up. We have great topics lined up for mental health, and we have great deep dives into each of these artists as so, well. So, so excited, so excited. The only thing that's sad is we don't have X here today to I talk know. to. And that's my hope. Honestly, Nick and I have talked about this. If one day we could meet an artist like X or Peep or Juice World, Juice World that has, has not passed away, but is on that track and we could actually help, I would love yeah. one day to be able to help somebody. So awesome. you never know who the next one is. Never know. We're going to be keeping our eyes out. If y'all have any I, uh, suggestions for different artists that y'all maybe know or maybe can get us in contact with, let us know because we we are always looking for up and coming artists to uh, interview. So, well, the funnest part of this is going to be we know a lot less about X than you do. <laughs> yeah. So we'll be able to hear in the comments that you leave what the real story is and some of the details y'all have that we don't. Yeah. So I can't Facts. wait. All right, now I'm on it again. Let's go. Topic of the day. Our topic of the day, breaking down XXX Tentacion. I can't do it like Tom does. We're breaking it down. We watched the documentary. We learned a lot of new things about X we didn't know before. So I'll let you start because you... Yeah, we actually watched two different documentaries. Yeah, we Nick did. watched one on YouTube. I watched one on um, Apple TV, which I think it was on Hulu. It yeah. was about two hours long, the one I watched, and had a lot of detail in it. Yeah. And I don't take documentaries as like total fact. The thing that I do take and kind of soak in is when I see the artists themselves mm. or family members that are in there. Yeah. And in X's case, they had a lot of video of him and recordings of him, things that he had said and done, and also a lot of interviewing with his mother. Mm. So that really helped as well. And so we're just going to go piece by piece into the, the kind of key elements, I think, of X's life that played a part in who he became. Because so much of the time, you're going to see early life trauma or early life patterns that develop that create who the person becomes. And mm -hmm. so all the people that are fans of the, like people that become fans of X or Juice World or Lil Peep or Mac Miller or anybody, they don't know all the history of these people. They just see their stardom. They see their talent. They see their music. Yeah. They don't realize they come from pain and struggle. And first thing off the bat with almost every artist, Nick, that we look at, the dad is gonna be gone. And yep. if the dad's not gone, the dad is a horrible person or abusive mm -hmm. and not helpful. Yep, that's exactly what happened okay. in this case too. So many unavailable or absent fathers in this, biological fathers. Sometimes yep. there is a an adopted father or a grandparent or an uncle, somebody who steps in that actually is a really good influence, but that doesn't matter when you have the biological detachment there so you know that was kind of mm. the first thing i noticed they didn't talk a ton about it with x yeah but they did talk about his dad not being a good guy not being a nice guy and gone uh, he was gone um something i learned about him was he was kind of like a, a drug dealer he mm. that's how he would he they did say that he did provide um when he was when he was around he did provide um but it was through you know bad through bad things like drug dealing money laundering stuff not good things but he would provide and then eventually he got yeah. caught and then he kind of left and and was, i think people tough. don't understand enough nick this is the mental health side just because you don't remember it doesn't mean it doesn't affect you yeah so anything under like when you think back what's your first memory you know is it kindergarten is it five six years old four years old? i don't know sometime earlier in life all the memories before that 
are in your brain. They're in your brain. The brain yeah. stem logs a lot. So the brain develops from the bottom up, right? Brain stem to cortex. There, the memories are in there. If you watch an abusive relationship, if you watch a chaotic, hostile relationship, if you watch mm -hmm. something that's really unhealthy, that's going on around you, any kind of anxiety, stress, chaos, you're as a one, two, three, four year old, you are going to soak that in. Even babies in utero, in a mother's belly, where there is abuse or trauma or chaos, a lot of anxiety in the mom, that will feed chemically right into the baby naturally, mm -hmm. right? That's what happens. So babies, since they have the brainstem development, but not the cortex, that is a very primitive brain. It doesn't know time or space. It just knows feeling. So it can tend to be fight or flight, like fear. That's why babies uh, only know how to act and react from how they feel, screaming, yelling, laughing, crying, whatever. They don't understand why they feel the way they do. They just do. When they feel fear, they act fearful mm -hmm. uh, or they shut down. So I think X was exposed to a lot of stuff early in life that he didn't even realize affected him. I think he kind of just wrote it off as like, yeah, whatever. Because one thing that stood out was after dad was gone, mom had several boyfriends, I think, mm -hmm. abusive boyfriends. And when I heard her in a documentary, she kind of brushed a little bit of that off. Like, you know, I didn't tolerate that. I don't put up with that. And maybe what happened was they were mean to her and she got rid of them. But then another one would come in and X recounted stories in there of how he kind of almost got in the middle of yeah. some of these battles. And you can imagine for somebody who's six, seven, eight, nine, ten, whatever years old, and you're having to jump in to protect, defend your mom or deal with this conflict, it's way mm -hmm. too much to take. Yeah, um, something that I saw that was crazy was what you said, how mm. how um, X's mom, and what, can you pronounce X's actual name? Is it Jose? Jose? Jose. Jaw is know. what a lot of them would say, yeah. but Jose. But anyway, I just thought of that. Um, yeah. But he would, there's, his mom would have multiple boyfriends, like one, mm -hmm. one a month is what the documentary I watched said. Um, and one time they they mentioned that whenever they were fighting, he ex would grab like a piece of glass and was like attacking the guy. And I don't Man. know. It seemed like he was like, they made it seem like he was in like elementary school or middle yeah. school when that happened. But he would, he got like a piece of glass mm -hmm. and started like just attacking yeah. the guy. And I'm like, wow, that's a young age to be trying to break up to adults. Yeah. But, so he learned to fight early on. Yeah. He learned that that was an okay thing to do. Like that was just a normal part of life. And that's how he learned, I think, to deal with his feelings, which meant, mm -hmm. you know, he could never be a normal child. He yeah. could never just experience his feelings, the loss of a dad, the fear of his mom, feeling alone all the time. Because if his mom's in a relationship like that, he's probably not getting as much attention. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing I got from his mom in the in the documentary was, you know, it seemed like she really loved him, but she didn't, he was a lot to handle. Like, yeah it was hard for her to contain him. And so he kind of was going on his way as he grew up and there wasn't much she could do. And she just, I think, chose to love him. I think she had him when she was really young. And I think it, you know, whenever, it, I think she was a teenager, has a baby, it, it's more of a friendship kind of thing than it is a parent-child. And so X seemed to be so much to deal with yeah. that it was hard to rope him in. Boy, would I love to interview his mom and just hear the story uh, beyond the documentary of what it was like for her seeing this child and having to, because I think she had another child after him mm -hmm. with um, 
with a man that she was with, I believe, stayed with. Mm. And so X had a little brother, but he was kind of a wild card. And I think his mom just, just kind of wasn't sure what to do with him. Yeah, he was, from what I could tell, he was a guy who always was fighting. That was the biggest thing I learned was yeah. he was always fighting. He was always getting into fights. Seeking fights so and like, videoing look, them. Yeah. Did you see that? I didn't see much of the video of the fights, but I did hear that he was always fighting. And as early as like middle school, elementary school, like in school, he would yeah. look for fights as well, which is He would find nuts. people to fight with and yeah. record them. And I think it was his way of releasing the energy. And you know, whenever we say there's hatred, it comes out of people in anger. Usually fear is behind it. And so that, that idea of dealing with his real feelings was so uncomfortable and how he felt about life that I think he just had so much rage inside him that he had to get out and was never able to deal with it any other way. And I think also that element of him being five foot two, a smaller guy, but one mm -hmm. tough mother that would go after people that he really had to use that intensity and that aggression to counteract, I think, how he felt about himself as a smaller guy and having to Could really be. defend himself. That's a good point, because I was actually going to bring that up later on, probably, um, about that, because that because he was short, shorter, and he had a lot of, like, it's almost like a, not going to say short man syndrome or anything, mm -hmm. but like kind of that way where you have something about you that you don't like, and you take it you have to use, mm -hmm. take it out, get that anger out some way. And yeah. his way was to fight. Yeah. He had a lot of, I think a lot of charisma. He had a lot of leadership potential and he had a, an endearing personality that drew a lot of people to him. And I think he didn't know how to handle all of the attention that he would get other than he uh, soaked it up. And I think he wanted the fame. And so, you know, that quote, Rick Warren uh, said that leaders create more leaders and mm -hmm. wannabes just create more followers. He kind of fell into that wannabe thing of like, I want to be the most powerful. I want to be the biggest. I want to be the best. I want to be the... And so I don't know if he created many leaders around him. I think mm -hmm. he created a lot of followers of him though. Yeah. Uh, a little bit different than Lil Peep, which I've watched that documentary too, and we'll go into later that he seemed way not like that. He was more of just, I want everybody to get along. I don't want to be any bigger than anybody else. I think the biggest thing with X is um, just his upbringing of seeing that, like, almost like it's okay to fight. I think mm -hmm. he really felt that way because his, I think he understood that, like, what his mom's boyfriends were doing mm -hmm. were, was not okay. But he just saw it so much that he's like, Kind of like, that's what I've seen, so that's what I'm going to do. Exactly, and Nick. So what like happens it. is it's wrong inside your body, your conscience. It's wrong. This isn't okay. Children know that. Children are yeah. very smart. They know this is not okay. But my mom's having, this is a child brain. My mom's having it happen over and over again. So it must be normal. I don't like it, but it must be normal. Therefore, I watch it and I say, wow. He gets power that way mm -hmm. out of fear. So I, when I'm big enough and strong enough, will get power that way so that I don't have to be her, which, so that I don't have to be weak. Which exactly, that's what happened. I mean, we can go into it a little later, but like he started out in elementary, middle school fighting. And, you know, as he grew up and right before he passed away, there was a lot more of that. Like it just did not stop. It continued and got worse and worse. And when he did 
get more strong. Like it was not a good thing. But anyway, um, well, and truth of the matter is he didn't know. Um, he didn't know a lot of what we're talking about. He didn't understand where all that was coming from. And I yeah. think he didn't know any other way to do it. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I kind of wanted to go in also. Um, we talked about his ex's dad um, and his mom, but also I, in my documentary that I watched, um, it's a little different, but uh, it talked about ex's uncle and mm. he had an uncle that, um, that. after, yeah. after his dad kind of left, his uncle came and actually like watched him. I mean, he lived with his grandma for a little bit of time. Also, I saw that, but also his uncle would come to watch, to watch him. Um, and I think his little brother too, I could be wrong, but, mm -hmm. but then his uncle had like really bad, like anger issues and was a bad person. And X actually, came home one day and found him dead in where they were living. That's right. And like not that, just dead. Well, I didn't want to be graphic on here, but it was ended his own life. Yeah. He committed suicide. And so, I mean, to come um, home and see that, and there was a tweet X found him, right? There, yeah. He found him. There was a tweet that X put out and said that exact same thing. Like I, I came home and saw my, wow. so, I mean that just all of that with the anger issues from his mom to, you know, finding, a relative of yours dead somebody you looked up to it's just he had a lot just the trauma a lot of rough things tons of trauma so when trauma stacks on each other on itself it makes it's like a concussion right mm -hmm. we talk about concussions we know about the brain today with football people get a concussion and you get one a week later it magnifies the result if you get one yeah. and then a year later you get one or two years not as big of a deal it's still the total is big like you don't want 10 concussions yeah but if you get three concussions in two months it's very potentially damaging and so yeah. he got trauma after trauma after trauma and when you have somebody that you lose in a father even though he's not the best person you have a mother that you lose because she's wrapped up in these relationships and getting hurt and he can't do anything about it you have an uncle that you attach to probably, and then he ends his life and you find him. All of the grief and loss of that that he never dealt with, talked about, or got out of his system, because he did have a therapist that came on in that document documentary at the end that worked with him, that I think it was really hard to get through to him. But this guy was great and he did a good job with him. Like, I'm not here to take from you. I don't want your money. I don't want your fame. I don't want anything. I just want to talk to you uh, man to man as a person. And he also had a producer in the documentary that he really mm -hmm. attached to also that didn't want anything from him, just wanted him to do well. And so he did have other people, but when you have these traumas layered, it makes you almost create a bigger and bigger wall around mm -hmm. you and it pushes people away. So I think he learned early on that there are no consequences. Uh, I feel like in his behavior, he never really dealt with consequences. Yeah. He just kept acting out and nothing ever got through to him to say, I think I shouldn't do this. Yeah. Cause he had a lot of love in him, but he was passionate, loving and hating. Yeah. I mean, he got, he got kicked out of like three or four different schools. Like he just went from school to school. And then he even went to like a juvenile, like detention or whatever for months at a time. So he was, I mean, before he could even go to jail, he was in. I think that's where he met uh, a ski mask. Yeah. When they interviewed, I didn't realize Ski Mask, the slump god, was his friend. But yeah. when he when they met, I think Ski Mask said, I met him in a juvenile place. And mm -hmm. he's like, man, 
he looked at him. He's like, this guy's done all that. I can't believe it. Like it's hard to believe, but I think he got off on the intensity of the fight. Yeah. He didn't do it in a healthy way. Like learn Taekwondo, learn boxing, learn martial arts, stuff like that. He just went after people. And I think he Mm -hmm. loved the power and also think it was unbelievably gifted. I hadn't talked about the music, but yeah. Unbelievably gifted at creating music. Really? Yeah, he was. Different than any other. Yeah. So, you have anything on? I can go into the music if you want. There's so have, many. You've got his girlfriend I want to talk about. Yeah, that's true. Our girlfriends. Yeah. So, real quick, I'll take a pause and we'll, I'll talk about his music for a second. Yeah. To get off of like the hard, heavy stuff. Um. So, first, when um he started making music was, I think, right around when he went to that juvenile place and mm-hmm. ski mask was his, his guy they met up they were they were guy like he had ex tw- had tweets where he said if as long as i have ski i'm cool like that was so, so cool how now i realized we saw him at the suicide boys concert yeah. and he talked so much about x yeah played his song and i didn't yeah. realize they were that close yeah like very close so and i think ski mask wasn't he kind of a stabilizer for him even though they both got into trouble yeah i, I think mean more he, of he a, wasn't as risk taking yeah. and intense as x yeah um so they they first made music together um and they made a like collab kind of album together that was their first kind of project that they made and it went on soundcloud and then they got taken down i think so that was his first like i forget i think how do you get taken just down? i think they i think he they took it down oh, like okay. they just didn't want it to i forget i getting lost in the details, okay. but I know that I think they created an album together and they had, they had a group of people that actually all oh, came that's together right. yeah. and came and then they left one by one. And then it was just X and ski for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then he started making music um, by himself, had a producer came up with some banger songs. You know, and I songs thought it was pretty that, interesting. That group, I forget the name of I their f- group, I forget too. but it was funny how they talked and played the game in the past where they said, we all sat around the table. Everybody had their Twitter accounts and each person, there were like five of us and we all had five Twitter accounts separate. So there's like 25 Twitter accounts and we just started uh, retweeting all of this stuff from X and sending it out. And that we played, they said we played the algorithm game and we started putting it out and spamming it out. Yeah. And that's how you got popular then. And so his name got out because of all the spamming mm-hmm. that they did. So it wasn't like all of a sudden this guy creates a song and it just takes off. They did a good push of getting it out there. And they talked about it. Like we just yeah. spammed everything and put it out like it was crazy Facts. and everybody was watching it. Yeah, that's how that happened. And I mean, he just got so big because he had songs like the whole the documentary name first of all i think is amazing because it's look at me it's the name of the documentary and that was one of his more famous songs one of the first not i I don't probably not his first song but one of his first big Mm -hmm. like songs that made it really big and it's still to this day it's a huge song yeah um and i think it's ironic and i think they probably did it on purpose why they named it look at me because that was x's whole thing that was his persona he wanted everybody Wanted the attention to look at him. So getting the face tats and get, mm-hmm. they all talked about that, just the way he'd make his appearance. And, yeah. and he, he was unapologetic, wasn't he? He just was who he was and he was aggressive. Not, I don't mean that in a mean way, aggressive in terms of like when he got on stage, yeah, 
It was all about him. Mm-hmm. I saw him diving from balconies down into the crowd. He was not <laughs> afraid to take charge. Yeah. So some of his most popular songs, obviously, Hope, Jocelyn Flores, about... I'd never yep. actually figured out why it was called Jocelyn Flores. Well, it's the girl, right? Well, it's the girl, but I, they never talked about like him making In the that documentary, song. they didn't mention it at all. So I'm, I'm so curious about that. Sad is one of his... Like super super big songs. He had the album Seventeen, the album Question Mark. Mm-hmm. Very weird, kind of interesting title names. Everybody dies in their nightmares. Mm-hmm. Hope. My favorite X song is Moonlight, which is a yeah. big song for him too. They had a lot of, a lot of popular songs, um, and a lot of songs that are they that I think that they took down that, yeah, like it's hard to find. And I did hear why or what X's hope was, was so that people would search for him, oh, like ser- search around, try to get his music. He, he, again, that's kind of a, like a thing. Like it's all about me. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like I want them to search for me. Like that's I can see I that. So that's what I heard as well. But. And you got to realize, let's put this together. This is mental health brain talking here. He was so young. He was yeah. a teenager. People, like, I mean, yeah, you can't, see him as a 35 year old grown adult that has lived his life and made it. He was a teenager that soaked up all the attention, all the fame and all the, the opportunity for him to, to be great. And so he loved that. And I would see almost any teenager wanting to do that. I remember him sitting at the, getting interviewed by the no jumper people. And he was saying, if I got the right people, if I got the right equipment, if I got the right, this, I'll be the greatest. Like I can create the greatest album ever. Like, he had he was so confident in who he was and ultimately it can be your destruction because with that confidence you can create enemies mm-hmm. you can create people who um you know don't really like that but he yeah. had tons of fans i mean gosh i looked on spotify i think he's got over 30 million monthly listeners or whatever yeah that's <laughs> a lot unbelievable yeah he's still super super popular even after he's gone yeah also i wanted to mention before we go i know we kind of want to talk about his girlfriend too oh the, the girl situation but let me talk really quickly about um and i don't know if they said in the actual like full documentary but they did mention the one i watched that why his name was xxx tentacion well wh- i don't know well, you go ahead and give yours because i'll I know mine. What they said for me was... Who gets what? First, it was... he. Was, they were trying to come up with names when they were in a group. They were trying to figure out what their names would be. That's where Ski Mask got his name, mm-hmm. and then X got his. So the Tintashion part means temptation. Um, and then the XXX, what I heard was it was an unknown like Roman numeral, so it was unknown temptation. That's what I got. That's what they I said. I saw in something in, in my documentary that said it was his fascination with pornography. Hmm. that he had a fascination with Interesting. It. They did say that. And they said so. He thought he would just put that right out there. Huh. In fact, for a little bit, he lived in this guy's house, which was kind of a porn house, uh, supposedly, who kind of took hmm. him under his wing and seemed like a pretty good guy hmm. and said, yeah, you can stay here and all that. But it was kind of a wild house. Hmm. But that was... Okay. That was a, those are two different stories, yeah. which is why we want to hear what you have to say. Because I did. On I that. mean, tentation does mean temptation. Yeah. So... I think it has something. Maybe question it, mark. That's why uh, the it, album's there. Yeah, it, I think a lot of it too is he wanted. He was so like, he wants people to think about him a lot, and like with that, the, the different yeah. reasons for his name. We don't really know. Yeah, very interesting. But go the ahead. Girls. Yeah, talk about the girls. 
So in the documentary, it talked a lot about Geneva. So she seemed like a regular girl. Boy, poor thing just got run through the ringer social media wise way back in the day of somebody who's from up north, I think, and just basically met. I'm going to speed through this. And again, these don't all have to be facts. They're just things yeah. I saw. But uh, there was there is good reason to believe some of this, that uh, Geneva met him online just through chatting and went down to see him several, I mean, at the beginning, went down to just see him and stayed yeah. with him and they were kind of hooked up. Then she learned, I'm fast forwarding, but she learned he had a girlfriend. Uh-huh. So she left and they didn't see each other for two or three years after that. She just left, went back home to her place and, and he, um, I think he missed her. I think he really had a connection with her and it was kind of a little bit twisted in that beginning because he, she was showing him some cuts. She had been a cutter and she had cut on her leg alone, the word alone. And I don't know if that's where some of the music of his came from, but he actually encouraged her to cut Mm. and to think of him while she cut, which was a little bit strange. That's not healthy at all. And he stayed like in a hotel lobby or something while she stayed in the hotel, like just to know she'd be safe. And Mm. it was very interesting relationship. So she took off since he had a girlfriend and she seemed pretty balanced and stable that way in terms of, I'm not going to get in the middle of all this. Then two or three years later, she comes back and all heck breaks loose because that's when he started supposedly, well, from what we can tell, abusing her and mistreating her. And it's very hard to hear in a documentary about how he would hit her in the neck and body, but not the face, face, so nobody could see it. And then it got to the point where he did hit her in the face and had a lot of bruises. And she recorded stuff that he said, which was like, she fears me and she thinks I'm going to kill her, so now I've got her and I like that. Like he He was intoxicated by that power. And here we go, repeating what he saw earlier in life. Yeah. So people on social media were like, she's horrible. She's making up excuses <clears throat> when she's, she charged him. Basically, if I can go quickly and then I'll let yeah, you talk. Yeah. She got entrapped. And the people who are around there, I think, were afraid for her. But X wouldn't let her go. So one day, the, the guys were playing video games out in the living room. She went to the kitchen, opened the refrigerator. And she said, because I thought... They wouldn't think anything of it. I'm just getting food. And then she crawled on her hands and knees out the back door so they wouldn't see it. And that's how she got back to where she was living to her family, I guess her friends, and reported to the police. And she was prepared to drop all the charges, but the police were going to push forward Mm -hmm. with it. And social media ate her alive. Like, Mm -hmm. you are making this stuff up. He's not that guy. So he went to jail and he was trying to convince her to... Talk to her about all that. It was just nuts. A lot. I mean, and also he got put on house arrest a lot. Yeah. Um, where, and he, there's video of him saying, I got this ankle monitor on. And that's ultimately how he died was because of, yeah, he knew he was on house arrest, but he went to get motorcycle. We'll talk about that later. But, yeah. um, what I wanted to say also about the whole girl thing is I heard also that, um, he, when he went to like, might have been the juvenile place i'm not sure where it was but he went away to like jail or something and during that time she got another boyfriend and then x yes and saw that and figured that out and was not happy about it good nick and it was one of his friends yeah one of the people he worked with and she said well he got over it and we worked through it but i don't think they worked through it i think x took that out on her 
And I think he lost his mind. I think yeah. he did not know how to do a relationship. I think he had no clue how to have trust and confidence yeah. well, in a relationship think, at all. I think the reason is because he saw his mom not know how to do it either. Like so clearly. Only way he and knew how to do a relationship not, was power. Not saying it was here. his mom's fault, but saying like he he never saw a relationship yeah. that was good. I think that's what I would like to talk to his mom about if I had the chance is because she seemed like a caring person to me mm -hmm. in the documentary. She seemed uh, understandable of what Geneva would have gone through. And yeah. she seemed sorry yeah, and sad did. that X had this part of him. She didn't see that as all of him, but that was part of him. And she seemed to think that he had changed since mm -hmm. then. Yeah, But I would love to hear her story of what looking back what she noticed X lived through and what that showed her, because it's gotta be horrible to look back on and think, you know, this life and the way he grew up taught him a lot about how to do relationships. Yeah. And, you know, Geneva hung in there and she ended up talking to the mom at the end of the documentary after X had died. I mean, they recorded it and everything. So it was pretty intense, but long story short, uh, then there was, so she was out of the picture, but she did go see him again. It's very weird. Like she went back to visit him un incognito. People didn't know and they were cool. But X then got his Genesis, Jen, they called her in the documentary, who she said, I was going to be just his assistant. Like, mm -hmm. but he said, I want you to be my girlfriend. And I think they're the ones that had a child because X does have a son now. And, uh, but X never got to, meet him so she was pregnant before he died and then yeah wild I mean, so they never talked about the jocelyn flores thing yeah that never came up and i'm guessing maybe legally i don't know if they were like you can't go near this like don't bring it up in a documentary because it was there was too much surrounding him but i don't know why that didn't come up i don't know so before we but go, i think he had an issue with women i think he was around uh, a yes, lot of women definitely. i think he even talked about it in some of his music like he talked about i can't get enough yeah um so the way he died also was a sad sad thing as well um i'm not sure if it was the house arrest thing but he went to a motorcycle shop to get he wanted a bike and um well this people. is this is one of the things that i saw was he was with his mom and she said i talked to him before he went to go look for the bike and he said i think i'm gonna go look at a bike get a bike and she's like well let me assemble security let me call people so that they go with you and you're, he's like no i just want to go over real quick and he took one guy with him wasn't a security team he's like i just want to go real quick and do this because they were about to come turn him in they the attorneys were negotiating they were about to the next week i think turn him in so that he could be tried in court and he was facing up to 20 years for all this stuff he had done mm -hmm. so i think he felt like i'm going down like this yeah. is not good but he went to this bike shop with just one guy and they got the video of it in the bike shop. Yeah. Did uh, the guys that actually do this to him that killed him, were they in the bike shop too, or were they waiting them, outside? Two of them went in and two of them stayed out. Oh, there were four. There were four of them total. Oh. And all of them are still to this day, I think have not, they haven't, they haven't gone to prison yet. Have they caught them? They, they've caught all four of them, but they're waiting still to, they're still in the middle of the trial process. And everything. So but why th were they were, coming after? There him? were two of them. The, the thing I saw about this was 
Um, they saw X before he went to the bike shop. X went to the bank and got cash out of the bank, and he wore like he was, he was going to buy the bike with yeah, cash. Yeah, he was wearing it like a Louis Vuitton like strap or per or I don't know what it was, and apparently he put the cash inside of there like a bag, and it was reportedly up to like fifty thousand dollars worth of mm-hmm. cash in that bag. And so the there were four guys that were nearby the bank when he they saw X get out of his car to go get the cash out of like an ATM. So they saw him with that cash. They knew who he was. Does that mean they were following him anyway? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know about that, but I know for a fact that they saw him do that. And uh, reportedly, they were like following his car like the whole day. Like they he didn't go right to. I think he got the cash and didn't go right to the bike shop like he would he would drive other places and apparently they were following him so they followed him to the bike shop they and then two of the guys went into the bike shop to see tried to see what was in the bag like they were trying to see and in that video you can see x look up and the guys walk by and they make eye contact with each other and they, the guys just keep walking kind of and then they leave um and then before x can drive away the car their car um, pulls up to block Man, the, gives me the exit and then mm. they get out and they ambush his car and kill him right there. And they shot him. While yeah. They did it. So, and the guy with X in the car got out of the car and ran off and they actually shot at him. I'm not sure if he got shot or not, but they were shooting at him, but they let him go because they just want, they wanted X. They didn't. Did they want X or his money? I think they wanted the money. It's the big thing, but they also knew it was X, I guess. I don't know. They knew he was a powerful dude. They, I think probably they thought it was, they're like, oh, X is getting money out of a bank. He's probably getting a lot of money out. Maybe because he had, he had a lot. So of they money, didn't, so. he didn't owe somebody something or it wasn't that, a payback. I don't, know. For I don't know about that. All I know is that they were mm-hmm. after that. So great thing. And then the guys were spread out all over the place. So cops, it took forever for cops to find all of them. Like there, I think cops said there was one guy that was like, literally in the middle of nowhere at his like grandma's house just staying there so wow crazy story about that but but they did find all those guys i think they found all four of them but still i'm not sure i could be wrong but i don't think there's any any like sentence Mm. for them yet but i don't know it was something to hear the mom talk about i she was just talking to him at the house before he left to go look at the bike so i'm guessing he ended up not buying a bike or something yeah, he, he didn't buy it. He still he walked out without with all the cash on him. He didn't buy anything. Yeah. What a story. You know, and this is all in a span of what, three, four years? Yeah. Like by the time he came out and was really rocking, was that fifteen years old or he so? Was probably 16? fifteen or so. I think he died when he was twenty, so I mean, in a matter of five years, you go from nothing, nowhere, into Fame, probably a couple years of like becoming that till he's like 17 and then uh, two or three years of like mm-hmm. total stardom. But in the midst of that, he goes to jail. He's in all kinds of turmoil. I mean, I know that in my documentary, they were talking a lot about how hard it was to contain him, mm. like just to because he would go on social media and he would rant on things. And they're like, you don't yeah. understand what this is doing to your image like you are putting yourself out there, number one, as the victim, but number two, as everybody else is horrible, stupid yeah, people. And and they're your fan base. And even the in the No Jumper podcast he did, really? they said in the 
thing I watched that he made a lot of kind of stupid comments in that podcast that did not help his case out at all, which. Well, and he had phone calls with Geneva, his ex-girlfriend in jail. Yeah. (laughs) And that are recorded because you're in jail. They record everything. And he just would say stuff. And so he was pretty much caught. And I have a feeling if he stayed alive, I guess he would be ending up going to prison. He'd probably be in prison right now. And boy, how tough would all this, this is just such a sad story. Yeah. And then in the end, just to tie that together, the mom, his mom, Jose's mom did have this girl, Geneva, come back to her house to talk to her. And he said, um, I don't know all the details because he never told me. And I guess he didn't want me to know because he didn't want me to have that image of him. But what he did was wrong, yeah. she said. So I think his team pretty much realized he did all these things to her. Yeah. He hurt her really bad and abused her and assaulted her. And we can't hide from that. And she just said, I just want you to know that your story matters and we need to put it out in the open. And and Geneva was crying and the mom, I thought it was so good of her, but you know what I thought of? Having her background, I think she really empathized with this girl and yeah. she loved her son dearly. But I think she empathized with, I know exactly what you're going through mm-hmm. and your voice should not be squashed because you matter. Yeah. Even though you've been hurt and smashed and put mm-hmm. down, you deserve, you don't deserve to be, you know, to feel this small or to be pushed aside. And so she, she I applaud her for that. Another reason yeah. I'd like to talk to her. Like, yeah, it would be really cool if anybody has connections to that would be sick. X's mom. Be awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, anything else you want? What to say? a story. It's just a lot. I mean, There's we could go into the music, but obviously, and, and a lot of the music played out the mental health stuff of just his desperation, yeah. his, his thinking, which was distorted at times. I mean, it's amazing how talented he was at different, a different kind of music. He could sing and then he could rap, but then he also just did these, I feel like these short bits of songs that were very simple and to the point, but unlike anybody else's. So we could go into the music. We just don't know the music as well, but the mental health side we do, which is you grow up in an abusive, hostile, chaotic, traumatic upbringing. Your tendency is going to be to replay that unless you get help. And that's why mental health matters. That's why, you know, coping with your issues through using drugs or cutting or dangerous activity or relationship hopping uh, or drugs does not ever help heal any pain. It just masks it. And so mental health, getting good therapy is a big thing. And that's what we want people to know that everybody struggles. And just because he's awesome at music doesn't mean he's a perfect person. He's human and he did what he did to survive and to get by, but Mm -hmm. never got help. Yeah. And I heard some videos with him where he wanted help. He just didn't get it. Yeah. All right. We're going to stop this here. Man. Um, if y'all want to see a few more minutes of this, we'll talk about it on the um, extra episode, which will be on Patreon and for YouTube members. So all it takes is the bottom level. We'll each of those, you can get the podcast um, a week early. This one that we're doing right now, you could could have seen a week early and um, you'll get an extra episode as well on Monday. Yep. So uh, before we go, let's do this. That's the wrong one. Dang it. I thought it was going to be good this time. Here we go. All right, Tom, what is your inspiration for today? Um, it's kind of hard to have much, but try to come up with something. <laughs> Put me on the spot. 
obviously the key with this whole episode is mental health matters, right? Is to get help, get help before sooner rather than later. Like we always say mental health is best preventative, not reparative. You don't want it to be an ER room where life has fallen apart and you desperately need help. You want to get help soon. And that's a trusted person. He got that in the, in the documentary where he had a therapist that was appointed to him and he Mm. seemed like a really good guy able to do his work but it's too late, right? He's just too hard for him to unravel all this. So get help soon. Mental health matters. Cool. All right, guys. Thank you all. We'll be doing this for other artists as well. Hopefully y'all yep. got some, um, got some more wisdom, more insight on X of the life for as much as we could, mm-hmm. but give also give us some, uh, insight too, because we did not get everything. We're not X, X, X We're trying. Uh, what is the word? Ex, 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 experts. Ex, experts on it. <laughs> Hard word to say. Um, but if y'all know anything else, let us know in the comments because we'd love mm-hmm. to learn more about X and um, his life. So, anything else you want to say? That's it. All right. That's it. Thank you so much for watching, and we will see you on the next, next Reaction, Reaction Therapy, Therapy Podcast. Podcast.